Welcome into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of The Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Once again, we got 10 college football bets for you, plus a pair of upsets. We also have five uh, NFL bets for you for War Sunday and Monday with an upset pick as well. Uh, we were successful on the NFL side, not so much on the college side last week, so we're looking to bounce back on the college side. And then on the NFL side, keep things going. Uh, we'll start things off with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. So they travel to Chapel Hill to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels in a non-conference game. These two teams are part of the ACC, but they signed a non-conference contract to play this year since they weren't scheduled to play to begin with. North Carolina comes in 4-4 four and four overall, 3-5 and five against the spread. Wake Forest, 8-0 no overall. Four and four against the number. North Carolina is a two and a half point favorite coming into this matchup. These two teams have split their last 10 meetings against each other and split the last 10 against the spread as well against one another. Now, Wake Forest is four and two against the spread in their last six games, four and two against the spread in their last six against North Carolina, five and oh against the spread in their last five games against the ACC Coastal Division. North Carolina just 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. Also 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against Atlantic Division opponents. Now, again, North Carolina comes in a 2.5 point favorite. 73% of the money, 70% of the bets coming in on undefeated Wake Forest plus 2.5. And And that's where we're going to slide as well. This is one of those strange spreads that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. North Carolina is 4-4 on the year. Wake Forest is 8-0. While the game is at North Carolina, it's a little surprising that they are a favorite against a top 10 team at home. This kind of screams Vegas knows something, uh, but and and they very well might. I just I'm just really impressed with this Wake Forest defense or Wake Forest team, especially offensively. North Carolina's terrible on defense. They give up a lot of big plays. Wake Forest feast on big plays. Uh, defensively, Wake Forest does struggle a little bit defending the run, but North Carolina doesn't run the ball very well to begin with. I think when you factor all that in together, I kind of like the situation uh, we're in with Wake Forest. Uh, so Wake Forest will be the play at plus two and a half at North Carolina. All right, next up, we're going to take a trip to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. As the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers are in action, uh, they're taking on a top five team in Ohio State. Now, Ohio State comes in as a 14 and a half point favorite. They're seven and one overall, four, three, and one against the spread. Nebraska, three and six overall, five and four against the number. Uh, Ohio State's won six of the seven meetings all time between these two teams. And also 6-1 and one against the spread against Nebraska as well. Now, other against the spread uh, trends for Ohio State. They are 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five. Uh, also 1-4 against the spread in their last five games played in Week 10. Nebraska, 1-5 uh, against the spread in their last six games against the Big Ten opponents. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games played in Week 10. However, they are 5-1 against the spread in their last six games while playing as an underdog. 
Again, Nebraska comes in 14 half point underdogs. 91% of the money, 90% of the bets coming in on Ohio State. And this is one I'm going to go against the numbers, and I'm going to take Nebraska in the points. And, and it's simply this. Uh, Nebraska has actually played fairly well this season. They haven't had a whole lot of luck. Every one of their losses has been a one-possession loss. At 14.5, you're talking just over two possessions, uh, technically speaking, uh, with uh, with the spread. Ohio State's coming off a huge win last week over Penn State. Next week, they got Michigan State. Uh, so this is kind of that trap game uh, for Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins this game, but I think they fight in this game uh, to pull it out. I think they'll win late. Uh, I think Nebraska can cover 14.5. So Nebraska and the 14.5 points is going to be uh, the play we make. So Nebraska plus 14.5 at home against the Ohio State Buckeyes. All right, next up we're going to go to the SEC where the Texas A&M Aggies are hosting the Auburn Tigers. Both teams are 6-2 and two overall and 5-3 and three against the number coming into uh, this matchup. Uh, now, as these teams have met, hold up, I almost closed the page. Uh, now, these two teams have met nine times overall. Auburn leads the series against Texas A&M, five wins to four. Uh, they're four, four, and one against the spread against each other in those nine games. Auburn also sits at four and one against the spread in their last five games against SEC West Division opponents. Texas A&M, eight and three against the spread in their last 11, five and two against the spread in their last seven against SEC competition but one five and one against the spread in their last seven games played in week 10. Now, as you look at the numbers, our A&M is a four and a half point favorite. 63% of the money, 57% of the bets are coming in on Texas A&M at minus four and a half. And uh, that's going to be our play on that one. Uh, I think Auburn's played well of late, but Auburn's played well of late against teams that aren't the caliber of Texas A&M. Uh, they've won four of their last five. The one loss in there was a 34-10 loss to Georgia. Uh, they did beat Ole Miss last week, 31-20. Uh, Ole Miss playing with a ton of injuries uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, but when you look at A&M, uh, after back-to-back losses to Arkansas and Mississippi State, they've been on a roll. They beat Alabama 41-38. Uh, didn't have to have a hangover because they played Missouri and South Carolina the next two weeks before getting into this matchup uh, with Auburn. Now, if this game was at Auburn, uh, we would ride the Tigers in this one. Uh, however, the game is at Texas A&M. So, because of that, we will take the Aggies. We'll give up the four and a half points. So, Texas A&M minus four and a half is the play at home against the Auburn Tigers. Next, we go to Piscataway, New Jersey. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights, four and four overall, five and three against the spread. They take on the Wisconsin Badgers, who are five and three overall, four and four against the number. Now, Wisconsin comes in as a thirteen point favorite in this one. Wisconsin has won the last three meetings overall against Rutgers. Wisconsin two and one in those last three meetings against the spread. Uh, Wisconsin also 5-2 against the spread in their last seven games played 
on the road. It's 6-2 against the spread in their last eight games played in week number 10. Uh, for Rutgers, Rutgers 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in week 10. 8-4 against the spread in their last 12 games played on a Saturday. Now, Wisconsin's got a little hot. They've won four in a row uh, since uh, starting the season off at 1-3. and three. That also includes a huge win last week over the Iowa Hawkeyes, 27-7. Wisconsin suddenly has put points on the board as well, getting 27 uh, last week against Iowa, the week before 30 on Purdue, the week after Purdue had upset Iowa. Uh, but when you look at Rutgers, Rutgers broke a four-game losing streak with a six-point win over Illinois uh, last week after uh, Rutgers had started the season 3-0. and Now, again, Wisconsin, a 13-point favorite, 94% of the money, 75% of the bets coming in on Wisconsin, minus the uh, 13 points. And we're going to take Rutgers, or excuse me, we're going to take Wisconsin and give up the 13 points. Look, it's simply... It's as simple as who's playing better right now, and it is Wisconsin. They have found an offense. Uh, Their defense has been solid all year. Uh, Rutgers struggles on the offensive side of the ball. Now, they are pretty uh, solid defensively. Uh, So this is a game that could be a low-scoring matchup, but I think at the end of the day, Wisconsin can win this game by two touchdowns. And, And to be honest with you, I expect them to win by two touchdowns. So the play is Wisconsin, minus 13 on the road, taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. All right, next up, we go to Fort Worth. And uh, the TC Horn Frogs, who fired their coach, Gary Patterson, on Monday, or mutually decided to, to part ways, but it's basically a firing. They're playing their first game without Gary Patterson. They're hosting the Baylor Bears. TCU is 3-5 and five overall, just 1-6-1 and one against the spread. Baylor 7-1 overall, 6-2 against the number. Again, Baylor comes in as a 6.5 point favorite in this matchup. TCU's won 6 of the last 10 meetings overall with Baylor. TCU also 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 against the Bears. Baylor 6-1 against the spread in their last 7. Just 3-11 against the spread in their last 14 against TCU. That includes 1-4 against the spread in their last five games at TCU. Uh, Baylor also 4-1 against the spread in their last five games uh, this season. TCU just 1-6 against the spread in their last seven. 0-4-1 against the spread in their last five games at home. Um, Again, TCU getting rid of Gary Patterson. Baylor's bounced back from their loss to Oklahoma State back on October 2nd with three consecutive wins. That includes a win last week over Texas. The week or Two weeks before that, they beat BYU. Uh, and also a blowout win over West Virginia in their last three matchups. Now, TCU has lost three in a row to Oklahoma, West Virginia, and last week to Kansas State. And Baylor, six-and-a-half-point favorite, 98% of the money, 81% of the bets coming in on the Bears, minus six-and-a-half. And we're going to ride the Bears as well. One team has a coach. One team fired a coach. And really, it is that simple. Uh, you're talking less than a touchdown between the two teams. I think that plays very much into Baylor's hands. Uh, so uh, Baylor getting 
are giving up just under a touchdown. I think it's the play. So Baylor minus six and a half as they take on uh, at TCU. All right, next up we go to uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. As the Alabama Crimson Tide, 7-1 overall, 5-3 against the spread. They take on the LSU Tigers, who are 4-4 overall, 3-5 against the number. Alabama, a 28.5 point favorite in this matchup. Bama has won 9 of the last 10 meetings overall between these two teams. Bama also 6-3-1 against the spread in those last 10 games. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, When you look at LSU's trends, LSU just 2-4 against the spread in their last 6 against Alabama. They are 5-1-1 against the spread in their last 7 games played in the month of November. Alabama 4-1 against the spread in their last 5. 10-3 against the spread in their last 13 against SEC opponents. Now, LSU's coming off a 31-17 loss to Ole Miss two weeks ago. That was a week after knocking off Florida 49-42. Bama, of course, has won two in a row since the loss to Texas A&M. That includes uh, October 16th over Mississippi State 49-9. They also beat Tennessee 52-24 two weeks ago. So both teams have had the week off to get ready for this matchup. Again, Alabama's a 28.5-point favorite. 59% 59% of the money, 58% of the bets coming in on Alabama, minus 28 and a half. And we're actually going to go against that and take LSU in the points. And it's for one, well, it's really for two reasons. One, the hook. The, the, the half point there tells me Alabama can win this game by 28, and you still win it with 28 and a half, which is likely to happen. I don't think Alabama wins by bigger than that. And secondly, I, th- I feel like LSU's got one more game in them. And this is probably the game for LSU. This is their biggest rival. So they're going to be ready to play. I think they'll find a way to muster some points on the board. Uh, On the defensive side, they can get to the quarterback. Uh, And Alabama struggled a little bit on the offensive line protecting uh, Bryce Young, uh, especially of late. Uh, Tennessee was able to get into the backfield quite a bit. And LSU's defensive line is much better than Tennessee's. Uh, so I think LSU can get some pressure on, on Bryce Young, maybe force a mistake or two. It could play into their hands uh, to, to keep it close. I think they'll keep it closer than 28 and a half. That's why we're going to take LSU. We'll, get, we'll gladly take the 28 and a half points in that one. We are going to stay in the SEC for our next one. Uh, this one is the Kentucky Wildcats. Who come in at six and two overall, six and two against the spread? They take on the Tennessee Volunteers, who are four and four overall, just three and five against the number. This game is actually a pick. It's a dead even spread. There is no spread on this game. Uh, Tennessee has won seven of the last ten meetings overall with Kentucky. Tennessee also seven and three against the spread in those last ten meetings. Tennessee just 5-11 against the spread in their last 16 games. They are 11-3 against the spread in their last 14 games against Kentucky. 6-1 against the spread in their last 7 games at Kentucky. 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games against SEC East Division opponents. On the Kentucky side, they're 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games. 6-2 against the spread in their last 8. 
Uh, coming into this matchup, Tennessee has lost two in a row uh, to Ole Miss and to Alabama. Uh, that preceded the two-game winning streak over the two worst teams in the SEC East in Missouri. Well, two of the three worst teams in the SEC East in Missouri and South Carolina. Now, Kentucky started 6-0, and they've lost two straight, uh, losing to Georgia by 17, losing to Mississippi State by 14. Uh, so this is actually kind of a big game for Kentucky. Again, the spread is a pick. 92% of the money, 57% of the bets coming in on Kentucky as a pick. We're going to take Kentucky, and we're going to take the pick as well. The game's in Lexington. That's the only reason we're going to do it. Um, it if this game was in Knoxville, we we would ride Tennessee, uh, but the game is in Lexington, so we are going instead to ride the Kentucky Wildcats. So we're going to take Kentucky in a pick against the... Can, uh, against the Tennessee uh, Volunteers. All right, next up we go to Ames, Iowa. The Iowa State Cyclones, who are 5-3 and three overall, just 3-5 and five against the spread, taking on the Texas Longhorns, who are 4-4 four and four overall, 4-4 four and four against the number. Iowa State comes in as a 6.5-point favorite in this one. Texas has won 7 of the last 10 meetings overall with Iowa State. Texas is 6-4 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Uh, Texas 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 against Iowa State. 1-4 uh, against the spread in their last 5 games while playing as an underdog. On the Iowa State side, they're 3-7 against the spread in their last 10 games played in November. 2-7 against the spread in their last 9 games played in week number 10. Now again, Iowa State is a 6.5 point favorite. 56% of the uh, money. And 52% of the bets coming in on Iowa State, minus 6.5. And, a half. and uh, that's going to be our play as well. I think Iowa State's the better team. I think it's as simple as that. Texas is still trying to figure things out under first-year coach Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, they've had some good moments, has Texas this season. Uh, but the Longhorns are riding a three-game losing streak coming in to this matchup ever since blowing that big lead to Oklahoma. Texas has not won since. Uh, Iowa State was upset by West Virginia last week in Morgantown. That snapped a three-game winning streak for the Cyclones. Uh, I feel like Iowa State's the better team. Again, it's less than a touchdown. I think the less than a touchdown is a big deal. So I think that's the play. So we're going Iowa State minus six and a half at home against Texas. All right, next up. Uh, we're in the Pac-12 from Seattle's Husky Stadium. It is the West uh, Washington Huskies, 4-4 four and four overall, 2-6 and six against the spread, taking on the Oregon Ducks, who are 7-1 overall, and only 2-6 and six against the spread as well. Oregon comes in as a 7-point favorite. Ducks have won 8 of the last 10 meetings with Washington. Oregon also 7-2-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now, Oregon's just 1-5 against the spread in their last 6 games. They are 13-2-1 against the spread in their last 16 games against Washington. 6-1 against the spread in their last 7 games at Washington. On the Washington side, they're 2-8 against the spread in their last 10 games. 1-5 against the spread in their last 6 games at home. Uh, Wisconsin has struggled on the offensive side of the ball all season long. They uh, are averaging... Just about 22 points a game, 23 points a game roughly, as I'm trying to do the figures in my head. Uh, actually, 
when I look at it, they're at, yeah, they're averaging 22.7 points per game as I found the uh the stats there. Uh, going against an Oregon team that's pretty good on the defensive side, that's pretty good on the offensive side. Now, Oregon has struggled with injuries, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but this is a rivalry game. Oregon is a 7-point favorite. 96% of the uh 96% of the money, 95% of the bets are coming in on Oregon minus 7. Uh, so Oregon minus seven is going to be our play. Uh, again, rivalry game. I think Ducks are the better team. Oregon sitting there on the cusp of making the college football playoff in the number four spot. They need wins. They need impressive wins. I think they're going to go out and get one this week on the road in Seattle against what is at best an average Washington team. Our final bet, our final spread bet before our money line uh, picks. Uh, for our upsets, uh, will take us to Tempe, Arizona. The Arizona State Sun Devils are coming in five and three overall, three and five against the spread. They're taking on the USC Trojans, who are four and four overall, also three and five against the spread. Arizona State is an eight and a half point favorite against uh, USC. USC's won six of the last ten meetings overall with Arizona State. The two teams have split their 10 meetings against the spread at five wins apiece. Now, USC just one and four against the spread in their last five games, four and two against the spread in their last six against Arizona State, two and five against the spread in their last seven games against Pac 12 opponents. On the Arizona State side, they're four and two against the spread in their last six games against Pac 12 South Division opponents, and also two and four against the spread in their last six games played in November. USC did break a two-game losing streak by beating Arizona last week, 41-34. Prior to that, USC lost three of four with their only win being over lowly Colorado. So their last two wins have been over the two worst teams in the Pac-12 in Arizona and Colorado. Arizona State has lost two in a row uh, to Utah and to Washington State. That was preceded by a three-game winning streak. Uh, So you got two teams fairly desperate in this one. Uh, Arizona State against, again, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, 58% of the money, 58% of the bets, both coming in on Arizona State, minus 8.5. And, and that's going to be our play as well. Uh, I feel like USC has quit for the most part. Yeah, I realize they got the win last week over Arizona, but uh, if you get physical with this USC team, they're really, really soft. Uh, Arizona State's going to look to get physical uh, with USC. I think they can push the Trojans around, especially at home. Uh, it's a big game for Arizona State. They really need this one. Uh, and getting at home, I think, is key. So we're going to go Arizona State. We're going to give up the 8.5 against the Southern Cal Trojans. All right, our two upset picks. Uh, they were kind of difficult to make. Um, the first one, we're going to go to... Uh, we're going to go to uh, West Lafayette, Indiana, the Michigan State Spartans who are number three in the country. Uh, They are in uh, West Lafayette to take on Purdue. For some strange reason, Michigan State's only only a three-point favorite in this one. Now, Purdue's got a history of beating top five teams. Uh, Outside of uh, your typical Alabama, Ohio State, those type of teams, Purdue, over the last 15 years, have actually have more wins over top five teams than either one of those two teams do. For some reason, Purdue just comes up or comes out for big games. 
They've already got one top five win this week or this year already with the win over number two Iowa just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Purdue can pressure the quarterback. Michigan State uh, struggles with pressure uh, at the quarterback position. Uh, their best receiver, I believe, uh, for Michigan State is going to be out, the Naylor kid. Uh, let me see if I can get an update real quick on the injury. Uh, Naylor, he is listed as questionable uh, with an injury they're saying is undisclosed. But he was in a walking boot uh, when he left the game last week against Michigan. The fact that this is after the Michigan game as well, this is a letdown possibility for Michigan State. I think when you factor those two things in, I think Purdue plus three um, and uh, actually at officially plus 130 uh, will be the play. And the other one, we're going to go to Fayetteville for this one. Mississippi State ranked 17th in the country, yet they're a five-point underdog at Arkansas. Both teams are solid against the spread. Uh, Arkansas is 5-3 and three against the number this season. Mississippi State is 4-4. Four and four. But outside of the Palm Bluff game, Arkansas, with the win over Palm Bluff a couple weeks ago, broke a three-game losing streak. Uh, Mississippi State coming off a big win last week over Kentucky. Uh, they've won three of four. The one loss in there was to Alabama. They have a three-point loss to LSU. They have a two-point loss to Memphis in which they really got robbed by the officials in that one. That literally cost them the game. Uh, so it's a Mississippi State team. I think they're ranked 17th because I think that Memphis game is kind of taken out by the committee uh, and just kind of put on it put by itself because of the officiating errors uh, that came in that game uh, and cost Mississippi State its its matchup. Mississippi State's not the same Mississippi State team Arkansas was able to uh, to dominate last year. Uh, they actually have a quarterback in Will Rogers who's been unbelievable uh, this season. Last week he set an SEC record completing 92.3% of his passes in the win over Kentucky. Uh, and Mississippi State actually runs the ball this year. And I think that's huge as well. Mississippi State actually runs the football. And uh, I think they'll run the football enough to where Arkansas can't run that uh, – that umbrella defense they'd like to run. And I think that gives Mississippi State plenty of opportunities uh, to go through the air. No Jalen Catalan, which is the best defender on the Mississippi or the Arkansas side as well. I think uh, the advantage Arkansas will have is two weeks to get ready for this game, really three weeks because they probably didn't practice much for Pine Bluff. Uh, and that could end up being a factor in this game as well. And it might be why they're favored. I just think Mississippi State's a better team. And, We'll, we'll see what happens, uh, but Mississippi State, as the underdog, is going to be our pick at plus 175. So our college picks again are Nebraska plus 14.5 at home against Ohio State. Wake Forest plus 2.5 at North Carolina. Texas A&M minus 4.5 at home against Auburn. Uh, Purdue at plus 130 to upset Michigan State at home. Wisconsin minus 13 at Rutgers. Baylor minus six and a half at Texas Christian. Mississippi State plus 175 to win at Arkansas. LSU plus 28 and a half at Alabama. Kentucky is a pick at home against Tennessee. Iowa State minus six and a half at home against Texas. Oregon minus seven at Washington. And Arizona State minus eight and a half at home against Southern Cal. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll do our NFL uh, bets here in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. 
Welcome back into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. We got our five NFL bets ready to go as well now. We'll start things off. Um, let's take a look. We'll see. We'll start things off in Foxborough. Excuse me. Actually, in Charlotte as the New England Patriots, who come in at 4-4 four and four overall, 4-4 four and four against the spread. They're taking on the Carolina Panthers, who are also 4-4 four and four overall and 4-4 four and four against the number. New England comes in a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Carolina's won seven of the last ten meetings overall between these two teams. Uh, Carolina also 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven meetings with New England. Matter of fact, the Patriots are 0-5 in their last five against the spread against Carolina. They are 8-3 and three against the spread in their last 11 games against NFC South Division opponents. Carolina 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. Four and one against the spread in the last five against AFC opponents. Five zero and one against the spread in the last six games played in week number nine. Now New England is a three and a half point favorite in this one. Eighty seven percent of the money, seventy eight percent of the bets coming in on the Patriots minus three and a half, and that's kind of where we're going to ride as well. Uh, I think New England's playing better football right now than Carolina. That's really what it boils down to. I know what the trends have said. I know Carolina uh, has been successful covering of late against the Patriots. But the Carolina but Carolina has regressed uh, since they got beat or upset by the Philadelphia Eagles in, in an upset pick we picked here on the podcast. Since then, they had lost four in a row before edging out a uh, six-point win over Atlanta uh, last Sunday. It's a Carolina team that's. Uh, I I don't think it. I don't think anything's really right with Carolina right now. New England's won three of four. Their lone loss was a six point loss to Dallas in overtime. Uh, so New England, I think, is starting to get things figured out. I'm not sure Carolina's got things figured out yet. Carolina still doesn't have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, three and a half points. I don't think is a whole lot, and I think it's the right play. So we're going to go. New England, minus three and a half at Carolina. Next up from Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens, five and two overall. Three and four against the spread. Take on the Minnesota Vikings. Three and four overall. Three and four against the number. Baltimore is a six-point favorite in this matchup. Minnesota's won four of the last seven meetings overall with Baltimore. The two teams are three, three and one against the spread in those last seven meetings. Minnesota just 3-11 against the spread in their last 14. 3-6 against the spread in their last nine games against AFC opponents. 5-2 against the spread in their last seven games played in Week 9. Baltimore 10-5 against the spread in their last 15 games. 7-2 against the spread in their last nine games played on a Sunday. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games played as a favorite. Now again, Baltimore comes in. As a six-point favorite, 77% of the money, and uh, 83% of the bets are coming in on Baltimore minus six. We're going to ride the Baltimore train as well with this one. Uh, I think Baltimore is playing good football right now. Minnesota, not so much. The Vikings lost to a backup quarterback with Dallas last week. Um a kid that's not even played uh, in, the, in an NFL game before. 
That did snap a two-game winning streak for New uh, for Minnesota, but those wins were over Carolina and Detroit. Uh, when you look at the Baltimore side, they had won five straight before getting uh, blasted two weeks ago by Cincinnati, 41-17. I think having the time off is a big factor here for Baltimore. Uh, it's a Baltimore team that's beaten the Los Angeles Chargers. They've beaten Indianapolis. They've beaten Kansas City. Are three teams that are either going to be in the playoffs or should be in the playoffs when it's all said and done. Uh, I think the Ravens are a good play here. So we're going to go Baltimore minus six at home against the uh, against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. All right, so next up, we move on to uh, some of the late games. We'll start things off in San Francisco where the uh, – San Francisco 49ers, who are 3-4 and four overall, 2-5 and five against the spread. They take on the Arizona Cardinals, who are 7-1 and one overall, 6-2 and two against the number. Uh, this game is actually uh, considered a pick-em. Uh, so no spread there. Arizona's won 7 of the last 10 meetings overall with San Francisco. Arizona 6-3-1 and one against the spread in those 10 games with San Francisco. Now Arizona 5-1 and one against the spread in their last 6. 6-1-1 one one against the spread in their last eight against San Francisco. 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games on the road. Uh, on the San Francisco side, they are 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. Also, San Francisco 2-5 against the spread in their last seven. 2-4 against the spread in their last six games against NFC opponents. Again, this is a pick em with 86% of the money. 62% of the bets coming in on Arizona as a pick. Uh, Arizona as a pick is going to be our play as well. Arizona suffered its first loss of the season uh, last Thursday uh, to Green Bay, 24-21. Uh, Arizona played its worst game in the process. These two teams already played earlier this year. Uh, Arizona beat San Francisco 17-10 back on October 10th. San Francisco picked up a win last week over Chicago by 11. That actually snapped a four-game losing streak for the 49ers in that one. Uh, I think Arizona's the better team. I think they're playing better ball, even in spite of the loss last week. I think the easy play is going to be for San Francisco, or excuse me, for Arizona as a pick uh, to win at San Francisco. All right, next up from Los Angeles, the L.A. Rams, 7-1 overall, 4-4 four four against the spread. They take on the Tennessee Titans, 6-2 overall, 6-2 against the number. All right, the Rams come in as a 7.5-point favorite in this one. Uh, coming into this matchup, 7.5-point favorites over Tennessee. Now, the Rams are 3-3 three three against Tennessee in their last six meetings with the Titans. Titans 5-0-1 against the spread in those last six meetings. Tennessee is 6-1 against the spread in their last seven games overall. 4-1 uh, against the spread in their last five. 5-2 five against the spread in their last seven in November. Uh, the Rams 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games against AFC opponents. 2-8-1 against the spread in their last 11 games played in week nine. Now, Tennessee is a 7.5-point favorite, 65% of the money, 76% of the bets coming in on the Rams at minus 7.5, and, and that's going to be our play as well. And the biggest reason it's going to be our play is because of the injury to Derrick Henry. Uh, Tennessee losing their best offensive player, 
probably the best running back in all of the uh, all of football. Uh, I don't know if they're if they've had time to make any adjustments. Uh, I know they did sign Adrian Peterson uh, to the practice squad. I don't think he'll be activated for this game. Uh, so it's going to be kind of a running back by committee thing for Tennessee uh, coming into this matchup. Now the Titans have won four in a row since they were stunned by the New York Jets on October 3rd. But again, Derrick Henry being out is a huge issue. Issue, And they're playing a Rams team that's won four in a row since it lost on October 3rd to Arizona. It's lone loss of the season to date. Uh, the Rams are probably one of the favorites to make the Super Bowl. And I think if you're one of the favorites to make the Super Bowl, you're at home. You're going against a Tennessee team without its best player. You had better win by more than a touchdown. And I think the Rams will. So the L.A. Rams minus 7.5 at home against Tennessee. And our final bet of the day will go to Monday Night Football. As the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 4-3 and three overall, 3-4 three and four against the spread. They host the Chicago Bears, 3-5 and five overall, 3-5 and five against the number. Pittsburgh comes in as a 6.5-point favorite in this one. Uh, Pittsburgh and Chicago have split their last six meetings against each other at three wins apiece. Chicago is covered in four of those six meetings. Uh, the Bears 3-7 and seven against the spread in their last 10. 4-1 against the spread in their last five against Pittsburgh. Four and one against the spread in their last five games against AFC opponents. While Pittsburgh, two and four against the spread in their last six. One and four against the spread in their last five games at home. One and four against the spread in their last five games against NFC opponents. Now, again, Pittsburgh comes in six and a half point favorites, 65% of the money, 52% of the bets coming in on Pittsburgh, minus six and a half. That's going to be our play as well. Uh, I'm kind of in a fade Chicago moment right now because I don't think the Bears are very good at all on offense. Um, defensively, they are pretty good for the most part on the defensive side, but Chicago is averaging 15 points per game, just 127 yards passing, 136 rushing, which is fifth in the league, but they're next to last in scoring. They're dead last in passing yards. Uh, going against a Pittsburgh team that uh, isn't a whole lot better on offense. They're only averaging 19 points a game. Uh, but they can throw the football. Their problem is they can't really run the football. Uh, but nonetheless, I think Pittsburgh being at home, being just under a touchdown favorite, I think is the play. And I think it's as simple as Chicago's offense is just, it, it's so bad that I, I think that Pittsburgh will be okay. Uh, even with their you know below average offense, uh, to, to score enough uh, to pick up the victory. Uh, you know, you look at the two teams recently, Chicago has lost three in a row uh, since they upset Las Vegas on October 10th, 20-9. Pittsburgh's actually won three straight, including an upset win over Clemson just last week. Uh, I think when you look at those trends as well, I think Pittsburgh's the play here. So Pittsburgh minus six and a half uh, at home against the Chicago Bears. So our NFL bets, once again, are Baltimore minus six at home against Minnesota. New England minus three and a half at Carolina. Oh, forgot our upset pick. My bad. Uh, upset pick, simply Philadelphia's at home against the uh, L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chargers are having some issues on the offensive side of the ball right now. They're turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Philadelphia may have found something uh, in last week's blowout win over Detroit uh, with their rushing offense which had been pretty bad for the most part. 
uh, coming into this matchup. The game is in Philadelphia. Uh, the Chargers have lost two straight. Uh, while, again, Philadelphia picked up a big win over Detroit last week. I think the game being in Philadelphia is the key uh, to this one. So we're going to go Philadelphia uh, on the money line, which isn't much. It's plus 115 because it's roughly a one-and-a-half point spread. Uh, so it's a very minor upset, but we're going to take it nonetheless. Philadelphia at uh, plus 115 to upset the Los Angeles Chargers. So again, our NFL bets. Baltimore, minus six at home against Minnesota. New England, minus three and a half at Carolina. Arizona in a pick at San Francisco. The LA Rams, minus seven and a half at home against Tennessee. Pittsburgh, minus six and a half at home against Chicago. And Philadelphia on the money line at plus 115 to pull a minor upset of the Los Angeles Chargers. So that's it for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. Now, we will have some college basketball bets coming up soon. We're probably going to wait for the most part until NFL season is over. I haven't quite decided when we're going to start the college bets because college basketball does start on Tuesday. Uh, But we're not going to have any, at least early in the season. We may have some around Thanksgiving. We'll kind of see how things are going uh, and figure it out from there. But for right now, we're going to stick to college football in the NFL. uh, And then we'll get to college basketball here pretty soon. So remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you uh, listen to podcasts. And until next time, this is The Degenerate Gambler.